Hey, welcome to the Babes Talking Business Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Lauren. I'm a mama, wife, author, and a network marketing professional. I'm really passionate about empowering women to step into their power and becoming self-led, self-ignited, and excited when it comes to their finances, businesses, relationships, and life. So I love we have created this space where women can come together to rise together to have real and raw conversations and be reminded of their power, their worth, and their vision when they forget. Because when one woman wins, we all win. And sometimes we just need someone to go first to show us what's possible. And I'm Shani. I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur who loves to diversify the way I create wealth. And I love empowering and teaching you about it too. I'm an international speaker, a course creator, a professional network marketer, but my favorite job of all is being a mama. It's really important for me to fulfill my life's purpose with the impact and the work that I do, but my highest value is family. And so navigating the balance between being a kick-ass woman in business and a conscious mother is where I'm at and excited to share that with you too. Hang around me long enough and I'll show you how to step into your full potential and have you cultivating health, wealth, and fortune in a soulful and joyful way that feels good. Welcome to episode 81 of the Babes Talking Business Podcast. Today, we are talking all about the dips and the lows that come with business. In particular, we talk about in this episode what we call pay line drops in our business. But for anybody who is an entrepreneur in any space, it's essentially what happens when the volume that your business generates either plateaus or it dips or has a correction. And as expected, as a business owner, when you experience this type of volume drop or pay line drop, it's so normal to feel frustrated and disappointed and so many other things like stress, anxiety, fear, uncertainty. So we just wanted to be really open and honest and share our journey of business over the last seven years. And there have definitely been some really amazing highs, but there have been lows as well. And so when you go through the motions of the frustration, when your plan and your strategies don't seem to be working or that feeling of disappointment when you have really high expectations of yourself and you're not seeing the results or even the stress and the pressure of managing a business along with the fear that comes of you know, what if I fail? What if I can't grow this to any higher than what it is? Or what if I just end up burning myself out? There's definitely been times where both of us have felt anxiety around our businesses, especially when they're not growing as planned. And just that fear of financial loss or impact or personal reputation, all the uncertainty that comes with that when it's really difficult to predict what's going to happen in the future and what decisions to make, we totally understand all the feels. We have been there multiple times over the last seven years, especially in network marketing. It's so not normal to have a trajectory of growth all the time. So we wanted to create an episode to make you understand what it's like 
help you feel seen and heard. And if you're currently experiencing this, to let you know you are not alone. There are so many of us who have been there or are currently there. And in this episode, you're going to hear a little bit about our mindset, how we go through this, actually, how we grow through this and how we see this as a positive in our business and how we keep moving forward. So enjoy. All right, let's get cracking. So today's episode, Loz and I have decided to chat a little bit about just the realness behind, I guess, the ups and downs of network marketing, but in particular, what it looks like as your organization starts to get bigger and bigger. I know for me personally, I'm mentoring a lot of girls at the moment who are going through that mid-level leadership who are doing an amazing job. But I think when your business has been in momentum for a while and then you start to experience some dips or you start to experience some perturbation, which is all part of it, um, it can get really difficult. It can it can be taxing emotionally and I think it's easy to look at people who have great businesses in your eyes and then think it's easy for them, but we just want to keep it real and I guess share some experiences and behind the curtains of what it's actually like. Yeah, and I think it's a discussion that's not just for people in the network marketing profession. I think what we're going to talk about today, you can the the message can be applied to all businesses. I think my husband and I have this conversation all the time because he has his own company and he comes home and we talk about our day. And it's so interesting because even though we're in different business models, we still have the same problems and we still have to deal with the same mindset and mentality of up-leveling. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes, like you said, if you're an outside looking in and you look at people who are running successful businesses, you think it's just, I'll be happy when, or I'll be successful when, or it'll be easier when. But the reality is in the life of an entrepreneur, it actually just, it does, it gets harder. Well, not that it gets harder. The problems get bigger. You just get better at dealing with them. And I think people have this hallucination and it's become apparent, like you said, in some of our coaching calls with some of the girls that we're talking to, or even I was on a company call today, talking to other people in our, outside of our team who are, and coaching them into leadership. And it's like, they're so like a deer in the, in the lights, the headlights being like, oh, is this what it actually looks like? Like, yeah, it doesn't get easier. You just have to, you just get better and you solve bigger problems. Yeah. I was having a chat with um, one of my girls today who was just melting. She's like, I don't know what to do. I think I need to like up level in my skill set. I was like, no, you don't need to up level in your skills. I mean, we can always be better, right? There's always room for improvement. However, this particular person is doing amazing. Like she's not doing anything wrong. It's just the matter of business where shit hits the fan sometimes. Sometimes you have amazing months and generally after a really big month, your business corrects itself naturally. It's just, you know, consolidation. And I was trying to explain to her that, no, you don't need to go and refine your skill set. You are an incredible business owner. I think where we need to focus on is just really honing in on that, not letting things that are exterior to you or out of your control to control you and like not letting it move your center and not letting it get you emotionally heightened when things go wrong or in particular for the network marketing profession, like, 
you know, um, you might not have a great month or you might not have as much volume coming through from the month before. And yeah, like you said before, it happens in every single business. I have another friend who owns a retail store and some months are great and some months are really scary for her because (laughs) the sales are just not coming through the door. But it's so part of the business journey. Business is not linear. It is so cyclical. And after seven years of being in this business, I've come to terms with the fact that the bigger the business, the bigger the drop sometimes. And it's more about controlling your emotions around that, which has taken a really long time for me, I suppose, to get to a place where I'm balanced and centered. What about you? Yeah, I think there's two things there actually that I wanted to tease out because I think although it happens in both business models, traditional and network marketing, something I've noticed a difference though is most people who are in a traditional business, they're, they seem to be better at being a little bit more detached rather than running their business month to month, month from month or comparing it month from month. Mm-hmm. They look at it in quarters like, oh, we're doing really well this quarter. And they don't, they're not so heightened when I think people in network marketing, if they have like a big, a big month or a big paycheck, then they, they, make themselves so, so bad when the following month isn't as good rather than just being like, all right, well, what, what's the average of this quarter? Like we had a great start to the year that's playing out or that's. So I think that's one thing is just challenging network marketing professionals to look at their business like you would a traditional business and stop being so yeah. heightened and emotional month by month. Um, the other thing I was going to say, you spoke so well on this in a training we did with the team last, I think it was last week. All my days are merging into one now as a mum. I swear today. I went to the Cairo today and I had to ask her what day it was. I didn't know what day it was. Um, but you spoke really well on this training. And I think I'd love for you to speak into it on this as well. A big part, I think, of up-leveling in business and having a bigger business and the emotional intelligence with that is, like you said, finding your worth, not so much in what your pay line's doing or what your paycheck's doing, but how you continue to show up. Mm. And so when people, if you're relying on your pay line to feel successful and it, that's fluctuating and you're allowing that to move your center, it's really easy to influence your output. It's really easy to influence your vision. It's really easy to influence mm. your energy and your motivation. But if you're putting your feelings of success determined are actually determined by, hey, you show up no matter what your paycheck's doing or you're inspired about what you're doing no matter what your paycheck's doing or you hop on team training no matter what your paycheck or pay line's yeah. doing. Did you want to talk into that? Because I don't know if I did a very good job of it then, but I think that's a really big part of the emotional intelligence of not letting the bigger problems move or pull your center. Mm. Yeah. One of the biggest mistakes I see people do in our profession is they place their worth on their numbers. And it's easy to do because in network marketing, for you to hit your next promotion, you have to generally or yeah, like double your business, let's just say, like it is in our business, um, in our company. Every time you want to hit a really good promotion, that's the next one that's coming. You usually have to double the volume that's going through your organization. And so it's so easy to place your goals around that because, of course, you need to focus on your volume. And then, of course, you focus on that number. And then if that number is not being met in the timeline that you self-inflicted on yourself, then you feel like, oh, you're not successful or I'm not winning at this or I'm not worthy of success. And that's when those self-limiting beliefs come up that you can't do this and this is too hard. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. let's take a back step here because 
although yes, those metrics are put in place to help you expand and grow your business, it also is sometimes out of your control. There are so many external factors that affect volume and what's going in and happening in your business. Like a perfect example is a pandemic, let's just say, (laughs) or maybe there's like an environmental disaster, which Australia has had many of those in the last couple of years. Um, If you're international, I know for me, my American volume totally takes a dip every time there's an election. (laughs) So there are so many things that are external to our control And so when you place your worth and your success on your numbers and what they're doing, the moment you have a dip or the moment you have a correction or the moment you have a stable month where you stay the same volume as the month before, all of a sudden your worthiness and your feeling of success just goes down the drain. So the things that you can control is what you have to place your success on. And that is how you show up in the terms of, How many customers are you bringing on? How many team are you bringing on if you're in the network marketing profession? If you're in traditional business, I'm just going to use my friend who's in retail as an example. Like, you know, how are you thinking outside the box? Are you, you know, changing up your EDMs to your database? Are you showing up on social media a little bit differently to try and, you know, figure out what the kink in the hose is? Are you changing things up in store. Are you like, you know, so many things that you can do and how you can show up. As long as you're showing up hundred percent, you know that at the end of the day, the recipe for winning and success is you doing what you can to influence your business. But when there's external factors that you can't control, that's where I see big mistakes happen. And that's where I, you know, I jump on a lot of calls with team who are really emotional, like, very emotionally heightened when their business isn't moving in the direction that they've set. Now, my biggest thing is stop looking at your volume coming in month on month. Like you said before, like I'm sure Dan does this. He looks at his his business in quarters or he'll compare this quarter to last year's quarter in the different financial year. A lot of traditional business do that. And I love that. So, and, and Matt catches me out on that all the time too. I'll be like, oh, you know, this month, like, this month is, you know, not working so much. And then he'll pull out my reports and be like, yeah, but look at what your October was doing last month. You're up on last month. <laughs> Sometimes I have to just check myself. Like I did, I do this too. I have to check in with myself as well. So it's easy to do, but yeah. yeah I and guess. it's just a, it's a powerful thing that you guys listening can catch yourself on too. Like I even had a call with some of my leaders this week and it was a perfect opportunity to highlight an example of it. One of my girls was really upset about her business and she didn't want to jump on the call. And she's like, I don't feel like I'm worthy of being here. And I was trying to coach her through being like, you know what, I want you and encourage you to feel your sense of worth and you're worthy of success. Or I want you to feel successful in the fact that you showed up despite the fact that she isn't going how you want it to in your business. That's that's how I get my sense of self, self-worth and success is how I continue to show up when things are hard, I roll up my sleeves. I am emotionally intelligent with how I regulate things, how I respond to things, how I think outside the box, how I don't let things trigger me, how I don't get emotional about things. And I was trying to encourage her, like, I want you to measure your success and give yourself a pat on the back because that's what successful is. That's what you have control over is showing up. Because if mm. you quit every time, <laughs> oh my gosh, could you imagine if we quit every time my pay line didn't jump? Oh my god. 
I would not be here a thousand times over. <laughs> but but that's what I mean. I think people on the outside looking in just assume that our pay our businesses must grow month on month on month on month. But like you said, it's having the emotional intelligence to not let that move your center. It doesn't what my business is doing month on month doesn't dictate my vision or where I'm going or how much effort I'm going to pop into my business or how excited I am about my vision and and my vision in general, where I feel like a lot of people depend their vision and their commitment depends on what's happening in their business and it has to be the other way around you have to be so unshakable in where you're going and what you're doing and why you're doing it that because of that commitment and that emotional intelligence your pay line and your paycheck will grow but like you said it's not linear and if you're waiting for it to be linear you're going to be up and down you need to be linear your commitment and vision needs to be linear and the rest of it will just even out eventually (laughs) yeah and as well like instead of looking at business month on month um, I love to encourage my girls to look at their business over the last 12 months so where is their volume at you know from in a 12 month bird's eye view like zooming out is such a great way to look at what's happening in a helicopter view um, rather than month on month but it you know as well I remember like when my business was much smaller and let's just say I had a a month where $20,000 of sales went through my business as a, a whole organization um, now my business turns over over 500k a month but guess what happens <laughs> with a bigger business your business drops are much bigger. So like back when I had $20,000 going through my business in one month, maybe a normal drop back then would be like, I don't know, $5,000 one month, $7,000 on a bad month. And then, you know, it'll go back up. I'm dealing with $40,000 drops now at the size that my business is. And so I think as well, like it's so part of the journey to become resilient to the ups and the downs of business because the bigger the business, the more volatile it is. I hate that word volatile because it's not volatile, but you know what I mean? Like the bigger the drop, the bigger the rise because your big, your organization is so much bigger. There's so much more at stake. But again, like it's just a drop in the ocean compared to what you're going to experience because you obviously want the bigger business, you want the bigger paycheck, you want the bigger volume, you want the bigger team. I guess what comes with all of that? Bigger drops. <laughs> bigger problems. And I yeah. think I think it's a really good lesson if you can understand this early to lean into and fail forward fast. Don't be afraid of, of mistakes. Don't be afraid of like when like uncomfortable things happen in your business and awkward conversations or hard conversations or painful lessons, don't use that to beat yourself up on why this isn't going to work for you or why this isn't for you or why you suck and just all the stinking thinking that you have. Mm. Instead, lean into that like awesome, like this is equipping me and helping me become more resilient. So if I can deal with the problems at this level, I'm going to be able to deal with problems at a bigger level. And I always say to my husband too, like, if you believe in energetics and just the way the universe works, people who don't have a dream or don't have a vision, you, you'll notice them. People who just aren't doing anything, aren't going anywhere, they seem to manifest just shitty, petty problems like mm. a bill here, like a fine here. Like they just, just talk and whinge about shitty, small problems. 
So if you're playing at that level and you don't have a vision and you don't, you're not doing big things, small people attract small problems. So likewise, big people doing big things, having big impact, making big incomes, have big problems. And it's always something that I use to ground my husband and I. So when he comes home from work and like when you're dealing with a massive company, the shit that comes with that, like lawyers and just just even the amount of money, the outgoings that you're dealing with at that level and the stress that can come with that. And I'm like, you know what, babe, you're a big man. So big problems, <laughs> like using it as a way to like, you know what? Yes, I, 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 I not welcome, but I'm available for these kind of problems because I'm also available for the success and the abundance and the level yeah. that comes with this. So rather than beating yourself up on why it doesn't work, but actually, you know, yes, I deserve this problem because I'm a big person and I'm, and I'm ready and I'm, I'm equipped to deal with it. And then you evolve and like we say, another level, a new devil, and you just get a bigger problem, but you become a bigger person and you need to work on, if anything, like you said, it's Emotional intelligence is one word or resilience is probably another word, but you just need to be so understanding of that rather than naive that it's going to get easier because it's not. And if that's, mm. you need to pre-frame, like you say, eat your shit sandwich. Um, <laughs> what flavor do you like? Sandwich. <laughs> I love saying that to people. You need to eat your shit sandwich because yeah, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't get easier. You just get better. Yeah. And I actually want to tease something out there as well. I think one of the biggest reasons why people self-sabotage their business, especially when it's not going amazing or, I mean, I've actually seen people sabotage their business when they're killing it, but subconsciously people are afraid of exactly what you just spoke about. People are so afraid, whether they're conscious or unconscious about it, they're afraid of the big business because of the big problems that come with it. And so they will sabotage their success because they're, they just want to be comfortable. And sometimes we don't do that knowingly. And so for myself, because I definitely used to catch myself wanting to like go fetal <laughs> when, you know, big problems came up in my business rather than sabotaging myself and, you know, quitting or, doing something that I was going to regret later or whatever, rather than saying to myself, like more money, more problems, which is the mindset some people have. Instead, I say to myself, more money, bigger solutions, because that's what more money brings to you. Having an abundance of income and an an abundant business, actually, yes, it does bring bigger problems. However, you are equipped then to have better solutions for those problems. So I don't know if I made sense just then, but did that make sense to you? No, it does. It made perfect sense. And I think it's a really good energy to just help people and invite them to take on if you're listening to this, because at the end of the day, that's what we are. We're problem solvers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just being like, what's the solution for this? Like, yeah, everything is figure outable. I love Marie Folio saying everything is figure outable. Like there is there's someone else who has gone before you. There's someone else who's had that problem in another business. Like just because you may be up leveling and you are having to find bigger solutions never means you have to do it by yourself. And I think I always find comfort in that too. And especially in our business model, you've always got someone to lean into. And I think sometimes I see people, I think, I don't know if they get stuck in their head, but they just, I think it's so close to them and it emotionally that they don't think bigger and be like, okay, I've had so many people go before me. What, what, what lessons or what 
value or what wisdom do they have to pass on? I think it's also a part of maturity as a business owner, wanting to learn and taking advice from people who have gone before you too. But yeah, I definitely think being open to learning and just being like, what's the lesson in this and who, who's someone who's mastered this and how can I put my own flavor on it when it comes to that? Cause like you said, it's not really a problem. It is a problem, but you've, you you've always got the solution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And as well, another mistake I catch a lot of people doing is that they'll polarize their vision. They'll polarize success. And what I mean by that is they, you know, they want the $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 month, or they want the bigger organization, or they want the success, they want the accolades, they want the awards, all of that. And don't get me wrong, like I'm all about dreaming big and being a visionary and going for your goals, but don't like polarize it where it's just all plus, plus, plus. And all you think about is all the good that's going to come with that and how you'll feel and how you'll look and what you'll be able to buy and invest in and all the fun shit that comes with success. We have to regulate what success looks like and also understand polarity and duality and that with the good comes bad. And with every step of success is always going to be something there that just humbles you and brings you back down to earth and oh my gosh I reckon every single like accolade award success growth that I've had over the last seven years it has always come with a backhanded slap in the face of congratulations but don't get like you don't grow your head too big like get grounded it's kind of I feel like the carpet just gets pulled from under my feet and I just like land on my ass every time I win at something. (laughs) Um, So I always love to think about, okay, well, what are potential obstacles, challenges, speed bumps that are going to get in my way to that next promotion or that next level of income or that next vision that I have not to be a pessimist like I'm totally not being a neg ferret I just think it's really wise to know like yin yang it's so there and um duality always just kicks you in the ass like it's part of it (laughs) yeah it's so true so true just looking back I'm reflecting on the journey and even just seeing some of our girls coming through the ranks and going through the polarity of it and I'm just like I hope they listen to this and I hope they understand it (laughs) because like you said unless you unless you zoom out from it because when you're in it it just it feels overwhelming and you you doubt your ability to deal with it but you've just got to like you said to kind of zoom out and be like oh but there's all this side but then there's also this Mm. side and it comes comes hand in hand and I like one of the perfect examples in this profession. I always try to remind my leaders of it is if you're going to have a big organization, it means you deal with a lot of people, which means Mm. you're going to have a lot of different people and not everyone's going to be your cup of tea and you can't expect everyone to do things how you want it and communicate the way that you like it and hop in line and like you're going to have different personalities who want to go against the grain, who want to say a big F you, who don't want to be Mm. a team player or who want to do things differently and you have to be okay with that actually you know what you have to be better than okay that you have to be excited about that you have to embrace that you have to be able to be okay because that's the duality and polarity of success you don't get it's not all go 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 up 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 amazing amazing and if that's your definition of it and that's how you think it's going to be you're going to either quit or self-sabotage or be so blinded thinking that you're not having success when really you are you're just you've got a, a warped definition of it 
Yeah. And you know what? Like in reflection, when you're in the thick of it, especially like when you're in that mid-level leadership and going through the ranks in network marketing in particular, like talking about our business model right now, when you're in the thick of it and you're learning all these things for the first time, it's hard. Like I remember it was like, this shook me to my core sometimes. I would be like, I don't understand why this is happening. This is so unfair. This doesn't make any sense. This is not fun. Like I remember what it was like. And I just hope that this episode brings comfort to you that if you're in the thick of it right now and it's not making sense and it's not fun and you're kind of like wondering why the hell you're even doing this, please take comfort in that eventually when you have hindsight, it all makes perfect sense. And eventually over time, you you build that thick skin, you build resilience, you build emotional intelligence, you become unshakable, nothing can move your center. And yeah, to be truthful, it's taken us years to get to this point. And now we're at a totally new level where we're experiencing new problems for the first time. And I'm now in the thick of it being like, I hate this. Why is this happening to me? I don't want to do this anymore. And like all the problems for like five years ago just seemed like a drop in the ocean. (laughs) And it's true. And hopefully, like you said, it is comfort because I do. I constantly catch myself having a whinge, not to anyone else, but my own inner talk being like, I don't want to deal with this shit or I don't feel Mm. like doing this or I don't have time for this shit today or like, Mate, do they know how busy I am? Do they know that I've got a screaming baby right now? I'm not available. But then I'm like, you know what, Lauren? The polarity, you say you want a big business. You say you want to have an impact. This is what comes with it. So then like just giving yourself kind of a pep talk, being like, no, this is hand in hand. You don't get to be like, hey, come here. But then push the other hand away. I know you guys can't see me. It's not a visual. I was doing a hand gesture. It was really cute. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you can't be like welcoming abundance with one hand, but pushing the challenges back with the other. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, Um, just know that like my little visual in my head that I love to um, to kind of remind myself of is just pretend you're like walking out a mountain and you've got a backpack on and you're at the bottom of the mountain. That's you starting your business and you're climbing this really steep mountain. And every time you get knocked in the head by a rock that falls from the top of the mountain, you get to dust yourself off and stand back up. And you get that rock and you put it in your backpack and then you keep walking and then you get hit in the head again and you put that rock in your backpack. And then over time, as you climb this mountain, you've got this backpack full of rocks and they're all your lessons that you've learned over time. Because when you get to the top of the mountain, you get to build yourself a motherfucking fortress with those rocks. (laughs) So it's all part of the journey. It's so like, it just makes you resilient and I just think that all the lessons you learn along the way, they're just so necessary for you to go to that next level so that you can deal with bigger problems and you can deal with them with grace and, you know, like all of a sudden just in a click of your fingers have the solution for them. It's so part of it. It doesn't make sense when you're in the thick of it, but I promise it will eventually. Yeah. And when you are in the thick of it too, like I think it's something that's really important as you're navigating leadership and it becomes even more important the higher up you get is something you have to be in control of no matter how heavy it is that you still have to be in control of your energetics. Like it doesn't matter how much you're struggling. You can let like your inner circle know what's going on, 
but you still have to be able to show up and fill up your cup every day and show up with confidence. And mm. it's that posture. So I feel like if, like you said, if that, if that is something that's moving your center, like you're always going to be learning. There's always going to be challenges, but you can't allow it to knock you off for very long. Otherwise yeah. you're going to, if you, if, like I said, if we just stayed down every time we got knocked, we wouldn't have a business. So you've got to mm. somehow, every time you are getting, I don't know how, what's another word for being knocked? Every time you're getting a lesson or your universal assignment for that level, find a way to persevere as you're still navigating. It doesn't mean you have to have your shit together or it has to make sense. Like, well, yep, yeah. but you still have to be moving forward as you're working through it. Yeah. A book, what do you, I remember when we were working, um, when we first launched our business, this was something that I know you were really conscious of trying to improve was your emotional intelligence. Do you remember you read that book and had really cool activities in it that you could do? It was actually called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. I'm just going to quickly yeah. Google it. Because I remember I did it, we do actually learn about it in my psychology degree too. Um, but I do remember it was really interesting because when we first started our business, I know it was something that you felt you were pretty poor at and Matt was really good at. And so mm. you did it. But what I always love about you is when you, you're, you, you go and do things. People learn things, they don't do anything with it. You go and implement. Like I remember you read the book and then like 12 months later, I'd borrowed the book and then you'd gone back and you'd done read the book again oh, and the then quiz. redid the test, the yeah. quiz. And like <laughs> you improve your scale, which is awesome because it means emotional intelligence, guys, is something like anything can be improved. So it's mm. really cool because it talks about in the book how it gives you different scenarios and how you can improve your emotional intelligence as well. So yeah. Jean Greaves and Travis Bradbury. Really great book. It comes with a free quiz and you get to reassess every six months like to do that again I reckon I'd be like freaking yogi compared to seven <laughs> levitating yogi compared to seven years ago <laughs> yeah it's a really cool quiz I love that test. stuff and it comes to psychology it's so cool yeah it's very cool yeah well I hope this episode has helped you to know that whatever it is that you're going through in business right now it's so part of it and you're not the only one. And for me, like I definitely don't have my shit together. I'm, you know, constantly going through lessons and figuring stuff out even now and, you know, learning how to communicate better with people. I'm learning how to deal with different personalities. I'm learning how to not let stuff get to me. Like this is just day in, day out what life looks like still seven years on. Like Liz said, it doesn't get easier. You just get better at it and you cry less I promise (laughs) (laughs) and that's probably another little tip too like find some good business besties who are going to hold space for you but are also going to help you just unpack things Mm. like I think sometimes it it is hard if you're navigating alone I think the cool thing about our profession is you always have someone to talk to whether it's a upline like you have so many mentors that are there for you but if you're a traditional business not just upline like you you are such an awesome sounding board for me and you I love our relationship because you're so great at calling me out on my shit but you do it in such a loving way that you can't be mad you're just like (laughs) okay thank you yep I'm gonna take that on I agree you're right I'm wrong (laughs) so yeah I agree business besties are invaluable I love you Lizzie (laughs) <laughs> love you too boo and if you guys don't have business besties where are your business besties i hope you enjoy tuning into us and yeah whatever business that you're in know that we're cheering you on we support you 
you wouldn't be in business if you didn't have what it took to do it. So mm. just on the hard days, lean into us, lean into the people that you love and know that we're cheering you on. Yeah, you're amazing. It's hard to be an entrepreneur, but you're doing it and you're, you're doing such an amazing job. Keep going, don't give up. <laughs>